Welcome back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Final hour of the program before we pass the baton to the guys inside the VEASAN Bet Center. That'll come up at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. For now, it's Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live at the Circus Sportsbook inside the VEASAN studios and want to update some baseball. West. you talked about Freddie Freeman getting a grand slam and bringing Atlanta back into this ball game. Well, not so fast. Milwaukee answers with a couple of runs of their own. Now 10-7 to in the bottom of the seventh inning as they maintain a lead over the Atlanta Braves. And the Houston Astros, they break up that 2-2 tie against the Texas Rangers. Now out in front, 6-2, still hitting in the bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah, so uh, that does go over the total. This was 7.5 now, Houston and Texas. And Houston still has a couple runners on, so can even maybe do more damage. Uh, so 6-2 to two now. 5-1 to one here, bottom of the fifth in Colorado between the Rockies and the Reds. Jeff Hoffman not getting a very nice welcome back to Denver in Coors Field. And then a couple of the late games that just went off last hour. Dodgers 2-0 lead here, top of the third over Miami. Still scoreless in Arizona, nothing nothing between Fetty and Weaver on the bump for those two teams. one nothing bottom of the third, Seattle over Cleveland. Then, of course, I believe you just mentioned Kansas City 3-2 to two in the top of the ninth over the White Sox. Yeah, no change there in Chicago between the White Sox and the Royals. Kansas City looking to take three out of four in that series and kind of right the ship. They have uh, really been struggling as of late. Lost 11 in a row recently before this series with the White Sox. Uh, let's talk about some NBA games and, you know, more of the I guess less meaningful games that we didn't talk about starting at 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And I'll start with the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, Cleveland has long been eliminated. The Brooklyn Nets, they cannot get the top seed. That has been locked up by the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, the big three, they played for the eighth time this season on Saturday, and they looked pretty good. Got the W. Um, I'm guessing we're not going to see them today. Yeah, you, yeah, you wouldn't think so. So, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, by the way, uh, against Cleveland, they are playing here. They will win. They get the two seed. Currently, 14 is the number over the Cavs. So maybe you see the Nets try to squeeze in a little bit of a rest. Obviously, the Cavs are down a few players tonight. But 14 is a little bit of a big number here. I'd rather be taking rather than laying, but I'm probably going to be passing in this spot. Brooklyn can clinch the two. We know the 76ers have already clinched the one seed. They are playing the Orlando Magic tonight. Eight and a half now at BetMGM. They are laying to Orlando. So even though Embiid is listed as probable, you may see him go, but you may see a lot of other guys rest too, like Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Matisse Tybull all listed as questionable tonight. So that's why you're seeing, I think the Sixers only laying eight and a half when they would probably be like 12 and a half in, in this spot over the Orlando magic. So basically it's settled and that's just got to go ahead and handle business and, and go ahead and clinch that two seed. And then uh, of course you have rockets Hawks in that time frame too, four ten Pacific seven ten Eastern Hawks currently laying eight and a half to the rockets. Looks like the Hawks are destined to be the number five seed uh, because the Knicks did go ahead and get the win. So now the Hawks uh, locked into the five, laying eight and a half. You, you would think maybe Nate McMillan would elect to sit those guys, but that has it's moved a little bit. 
but it has not really plummeted just yet because they have not announced the lineups. You might see that before as we get closer to game time because I don't see any reason for the Hawks to play you know, the majority of their starters. In that Same one. scenario with the Miami Heat. They are going to be the sixth seed here in the Eastern Conference because the Hawks uh, would have the tiebreaker. So Jimmy Butler is not going to go for Miami. So that tells you maybe there's going to be more that's going to follow on that side. Detroit, of course, out of the playoffs. It's currently five at BetMGM. Butler is downgraded to out officially. Goran Dragic might also sit tonight for Miami. So seeing a little bit of money on the Pistons here. And I can kind of see why, because this is one of those games as well where you got a team with nothing to play for, but it is their last home game. And most, if not all, of these arenas at least have some spectators, at least have some paying customers that are coming. It might be just a couple thousand people because of the various capacities. You've obviously got to look kind of state by state and region by region here for this. But I would lean a little bit Detroit here in this spot because this is the last home game. You want to at least finish your season with the win, even though you're not going anywhere. But obviously, you got to look and see who's resting and who's playing. But just in the spot or the scenario, lean Pistons getting five. I tell you, just an incredible uh, display of teamwork here in the last couple series between Draymond Green and Stephen Curry. Uh, they take now a 16-point lead over the Memphis Grizzlies, 76 to, and make that 76-62 to 62 as Memphis returns the favor with a bucket there. Under five minutes left to go in the third quarter at the Chase Center in San Francisco. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Chicago Bulls will tip at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Certainly, this does not mean anything for the Bulls, but you talk about, uh, you know, a little home court pride trying to show up uh, for the limited fans that are in attendance and finish your season on a positive note. But it does mean something possibly for the Bucks. If the Brooklyn Nets were to lose and they were to win, they would get the number two seed. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty big deal. They've been close for the last month to getting that two seed and just really haven't been able to get over the hump and pass Brooklyn. And they did have two wins late in the season. I think it was a couple weeks ago at home. Now, granted, the big three not all together for Brooklyn in that spot, so maybe take that with a grain of salt. But nevertheless, Milwaukee did get two straight wins over the Brooklyn Nets. So we haven't really seen a lot of movement. We've actually seen it more toward the Milwaukee side because Chicago actually looks, even though they have nothing to play for, they look like they are resting guys. Zach Levine is not going to go hmm. for the Bulls. Neither is Nikola Vucevic, which is kind of surprising because I know you have nothing to play for, but it is your last home game. That That's really yeah, screwy. Yeah, I don't, get that I don't like all. that either. No, no, that's I, I bad. I really don't. That, that's and, unless good. these are real injuries, like Levine just came back with a knee. So I could kind of understand that, but Vucevic looks like he is relatively healthy and just outlisted as due to rest. So... Look, I think your last home game of the season, you would at least want to put up an effort, uh, and it's not going to matter that much in terms of your draft position. Uh, you know, what, you get like one less ping-pong ball? <laughs> I mean, is that what it is? Because this opened two and a half, and I think it was opening that low because maybe they thought the odds makers overnight thought, okay, Giannis, maybe they're going to sit him. Maybe they're going to set Chris Middleton. Maybe they're going to set Lopez. My, Milwaukee did get the win, and we talked about that. Remember when they were dogs at home when we were on the show? It was three and a half, and then Milwaukee close favorite. Easy win over Miami last night. Yes, yes. So... 
Chris Middleton definitely is going to be out, though, with an ankle for Milwaukee tonight. But nobody else we've really seen mentioned is out, and that's why you're seeing this line up to five at BetMGM. It was probably about 45 minutes ago, I want to say, when we took a look at this Dallas Mavericks-Minnesota Timberwolves game, and still no movement in this line. Dallas opened up as a 7.5-point favorite, and Minnesota took a little money, but I'm still seeing a lot of 5.5s in the market. It is 6.5 here at BetMGM. So maybe they are taking a little Dallas money. We've seen a trickle, actually, of Minnesota just kind of looking at the screen here. I'm seeing a lot of five and a halves. This was Mm -hmm. six and a half in the overnight. So maybe the odds makers thinking, okay, maybe this is an off night for Porzingis or it's an off night for Doncic. More than likely, if it were to be an off night for anybody, it would be for Kristaps Porzingis. Of course, if the Mavs do win, they get the five seed. If they do not, they could drop to the six. Yeah, they're they're really not in danger of, uh, you know, they're not going to drop into the play-in round. So I can understand maybe a, a little bit of lack of interest here and the money coming in on Minnesota. And, and the way Minnesota's been going lately, Wes, you would think they will definitely show up and have mm-hmm. an effort tonight mm-hmm. uh, and got beaten as a favorite yesterday outright by the Boston Celtics. So I would think they want to come out and finish their season on a positive note. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, the one thing, too, actually about the Mavericks tonight, uh, what I'm seeing of Lakers win would actually guarantee the Mavs the five seed if the Lakers go ahead and get the win in New Orleans tonight. Yeah, so that might maybe even kind of further further solidifies there the reasoning behind betting on the Minnesota Timberwolves there tonight Mm -hmm. against the Dallas Mavericks. Speaking of the Lakers, they are in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans, and they can still avoid the play-in round if they were to beat New Orleans and Portland was to lose at home to Denver. Yeah, because Portland has the tiebreaker. They, they played that game not this past Friday night, but the Friday night prior, and that was that's why that was such a big win for the Blazers because it did get them the 2-1 series lead over the Lakers basically in the regular season. So if the Lakers go ahead and win, that's going to put Dallas in the five, but obviously the Lakers probably are going to need some help, need Portland to really stumble at home. Portland now a nine-point favorite over Denver. And that is really kind of the the crux game is Portland and Denver, uh, certainly for the Lakers, a little bit for the Mavericks as well. Um, but that's probably the biggest game in the Western Conference with the most implications. And I think it's probably maybe one of the more easier ones to handicap. Not that it's going to come to fruition, but Portland really needs to win this game to avoid the play-in round. They were eight-and-a-half-point favorites. It's now up to nine pretty much everywhere in the market. The total now starting to come back down a little bit. Here at BetMGM, it's at 229. But Portland, we know, has plenty of reasons to want to win this game. The Denver Nuggets, I don't think, really care about winning this game. Both Denver and Los Angeles Clippers are trying to avoid a future date (laughs) with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, I mean, if I'm going to bet this game at all, it's going to be on the favorite here uh, because uh, that's kind of the direction both teams are headed tonight. That would be the direction I would go to. And then, of course, the Clippers are playing at Oklahoma City. We do have questionable statuses, as usual, or statuses, on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, as usual, really, for the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, So they are laying nine to Oklahoma City. And, of course, that's been a big topic of discussion about Oklahoma City in terms of how their win total was this year. And they lost so many games in a row and ended up going under that win total because they were competitive earlier in the season. Then they had some injuries, notably to SGA 
Shea Gilgis Alexander. And then all of a sudden, this team really went in the tank. They didn't go in the tank. They went under the tank. Did <laughs> Oklahoma City 21 and 50 here with one game pending left tonight. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, who's going to tank worse? Is it Denver or is it the Clippers? Who's going to end up in what seed? Clippers will stay in the four spot right now if they do go ahead and mail it in against Oklahoma City. But even if you mail it in against Oklahoma City, they are very beatable. So right. it's like you're trying to lose, but then they're going to make it hard for you to do so. They're both 47 and 24. Right now, Denver would have the three seed and I believe have that tiebreaker. Uh, so Denver loses. They fall to fourth. Still scoreless in the hockey game between the Minnesota Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights. Just about four minutes into the final period there at T-Mobile. And uh, as far as the shots on goal, Vegas still dominating. I think that looks like 30 or 38 West to just 18 for Minnesota. But uh, both goalkeepers uh, putting a wall up in front of their nets. 0-0, no score. Again, about 15 and a half minutes. And that has been a big topic of a discussion locally because I think the masses kind of want to see Marc-Andre Fleury play more. Not that Robin Leonard has been bad. He did have a couple bad efforts down the stretch mm-hmm. in the regular season where he got lit up pretty good. So I think everybody's kind of wanting, wanting to see if Pete DeBoer goes ahead and picks just one guy here. You're not going to necessarily have one guy start every single game in the Stanley sure. Cup playoffs. But you usually don't see, okay... You're going to start game one. You start game, the other guy's game two, the other guy's game three, and then the next guy, you know, you usually don't see it alternate game to game. It's usually, okay, you're going to get the first couple starts, then we're going to squeeze in in game three or game four with our number two guy. So they've got a TV timeout, just 45 seconds left in the third quarter at the Chase Center in San Francisco. Golden State now leading the Memphis Grizzlies 81 to 67, and uh, it's that old Warriors thing in the third quarter happening right before our eyes here, The Wes. more things change, the more they stay the <laughs> same, even though this is not the vintage Golden State Warriors of their championship run, but they're still very good in the third quarter. Maybe not quite as good where it seems like every single time you relay in third quarter with the Golden State Warriors and everybody followed that trend, and even when the trend got known, because usually that's when it ends, when everybody kind of follows suit and the herd jumps on the boat, and that means the boat's going to tip over, but it never really would on that trend with those guys. That was an incredible bet. It was like a couple seasons ago or last year, I think it was two seasons ago with the Philadelphia 76ers in the first quarter. Uh, But right now, as far as the in-game market, the Golden State Warriors up to a 12.5-point favorite, and you're looking good on your under the total, certainly on pace right now, your in-game total at 208.5. And And it's also a final in the state of Texas. Houston makes it a sweep of their in-state rival Texas Rangers, 6-2 two-year final there. That one goes over the total. And Wes, that is now six wins in a row for Houston, six losses in a row for the Texas Rangers. And uh, the A's, I believe, are still in action here, but uh, Houston really creeping up on Oakland in the American League West. The A's uh, are still on uh, in action. They currently lead Minnesota and make it a tie ball game. The screen is changing as I'm looking at it. Looks like Minnesota may have gotten a two-run homer. I was just about to say six to four. It said six to five, and then six to six. So we are tied in Minnesota. Houston getting ever closer to that lead by the Oakland Athletics in the American League West. 
Yeah, AL West getting tied, so the Angels going to have to play some catch-up. They've been a little bit of the disappointment so far this season. And then, of course, we're seeing the Texas Rangers now kind of fall to the cellar in that division. One thing I did want to clean up before we hit the break here, and that's on the Portland Trailblazers. If they beat Denver tonight, they avoid the play-in. They can get the five-seed if Dallas loses in Minnesota tonight. All right, very good. We'll continue to update all of the NBA and the baseball action. Also, preview Sunday night baseball. Will this go over the total again? It has every week except for last week on Sunday night baseball. And tonight, it will be the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Diego Padres at Petco Park. We'll be right back on the other side. Stick with us inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Sunday afternoon. And they are back in action at the Byron Nelson in McKinney, Texas. Really just a downpour of rain in the area. Stopped the FCS championship game between South Dakota State and Sam Houston. They are now back underway and they're back out on the golf course. And K.H. Lee had a three-stroke lead before the weather delay. He has come back out and bogeyed the 16th hole and that makes my man Wes Reynolds happy. He's got Daniel Berger now two shots back. The leader in the clubhouse at 21 under par and Charles Schwartzel three shots back with two holes to play at 20 under par currently. So it's not over yet in Texas, Wes. It is not, but at Bet MGM right now, KH Lee minus 5,000, Sam Burns 16 to 1, par 3 17th, and then a par 5 on the 18th. So it's going to be hard for KH Lee really to blow, I think, what it was a three shot lead. It's now a two shot lead, but he's kind of left leaving the door open, as Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock would say for their current chart topping hit. But he's at 23 under. Patton Kazire, Daniel Berger, Scott Stallings in the clubhouse at 21 under. Sam Burns, the overnight leader, still on the course with two holes left to play, two back. Charles Schwartzel, two holes left to play, 20 under. So perhaps he can post a number, but that's basically as far as it's going to go. This tournament is still uh, Lee's really to win. He has never won on the PGA Tour. He does have four worldwide wins, two on the 1-8, the Japan Golf Tour, and also two on the Korean Tour, but he's never won, obviously, stateside. So this would certainly be a breakthrough win for him. Remember, at Phoenix earlier this year was a tie for second out there at TPC Scottsdale when Brooks Koepka got the win. And still no score between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. Now under the 11-minute mark in the final frame there over at T-Mobile. And a 15-point advantage for the Golden State Warriors over the Memphis Grizzlies. Into the fourth quarter now with just about a minute and a half into the final frame. Ten and a half minutes left to go 
in the fourth quarter there at the Chase Center. 86-71, to 71, Golden State out in front of Memphis. Were you able to find a score in the FCS championship game? I was. 17-14 to 14 now, Sam Houston State. South Dakota State has just scored a touchdown. By the way, South Dakota State was the number one seed. Sam Houston State, the number two seed. This is being played, as we mentioned, neutral site, Frisco, Texas at Toyota Stadium. Down there in the Metroplex, and obviously weather down there in Dallas-Fort Worth has played havoc not only with that game, but also with the Byron Nelson, where we currently are. And the lead group is finally on the 17th hole. Sam Burns has part here, so he's 21 under. So likely going to need an eagle if he's going to catch KH Lee. But 17-14, SHSU over South Dakota State. Sam Houston State, by the way, was a six-point underdog. Total close, 48.5 here at BetMGM. Got as high as 49. Weather has played havoc. So, very good FCS championship game down there in Frisco. We mentioned that the Houston Astros make it six wins in a row. They beat the Texas Rangers and sweep their in-state rival. Six to two your final there. And we also talked about the Oakland A's and the Minnesota Twins now again in a tie ball game. Also, a tie ball game in Chicago mm-hmm. again. The Cleveland, or excuse me, the Kansas City Royals were leading the White Sox 3-2 to two in the bottom of the ninth inning. Chicago has added a run. They're still at the plate, so make that a 3-3 tie. Two men on, by the way, for the White Sox. It was Yoan Moncada with the base hit that scores him Anderson. Wade Davis trying to get the save, now has blown the save, so all tied at three there on the south side, bottom of the ninth. And Andrelton Simmons with a two-run blast for the Minnesota Twins to tie that game with the Oakland Athletics. And just uh, at the break, looking at the standings, the American League West and the National League West really getting crowded at the top. I was singing the praises of both my Giants and my A's, uh, but their margins have been cut quite a bit. Now the A's with just a half-game lead over the Houston Astros. They're going to have to hang on and break this tie here with mm-hmm. Minnesota to maintain a one-game lead over Houston. And speaking of maintaining a lead, that would be Kwon Hoon Lee, who has now birdied the 17th. I said leave the door mm. open. He has now slammed the door shut, going to the 18th three-shot lead over Sam Burns. This is a par five, so K.H. Lee is 80th start on the PGA Tour. He also gets in next week for the PGA Championship, so he gets that last spot earns the full FedEx Cup points and will be fully exempt for two more years on the PGA Tour. So obviously a milestone win for Korea's K.H. Lee. Absolutely. A great win for K.H. Lee and a great win for you and I with Matt Kuchar over Keith Mitchell in our head-to-head matchup. This one is now final. We had to sweat this out over the weather delay. Kuchar had a two-shot advantage over Keith Mitchell but still had about half of the final hole of the tournament to play. He went ahead and made his par. He finishes at 16 under par and currently tied for 17th. He gets the win there in his head-to-head matchup over Keith Mitchell. We're coming back on the other side with more of the Green Zone presented by BetMGM.
We have a new feature at vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of the bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon, and Wes Reynolds with you. And we have a final in Chicago. The Kansas City Royals were trying to right the ship and take three out of four from the Chicago White Sox, but a bitter ending to swallow there for Kansas City as the game ends on a wild pitch, I understand. Jose Abreu scores off a Wade Davis wild pitch. Juan Moncada tied the game with the base hit to bring in Tim Anderson. So White Sox get the win, 4-3, to three, still at the top of the Central. And speaking of the Central, Minnesota Twins did crawl back in with the two-run shot at the bottom of the eighth over Andleton Simmons, uh, bringing two runs in for the Twins. A's have do have a runner on base here in the top of the ninth, though, all tied at six. Yep, all tied at six indeed in Minnesota as the A's lead in the American League West is currently just a half game. They'll need to turn this into a W to maintain a one-game margin over the Houston Astros, who got their sixth win in a row earlier today over the Texas Rangers. Memphis and Golden State uh, in the final game of the regular season and the play-in positioning on the line here, the loser will take on San Antonio in the play-in round. The winner of this game will likely face the Lakers. Golden State currently up 91-79, to just about eight and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter And here. I'm sure they wouldn't mind an opening game, basically a winner-take-all kind of a scenario in a one-game spot with Steph Curry against LeBron and Anthony Davis you and bet. company. And that's likely what we're going to get. Of course, still some things to shake out with the later games with the Lakers in action and also the Blazers hosting Denver. But the winner of this, as you mentioned, is the eighth spot, the ninth seed, the loser will be the host team against San Antonio, and mm-hmm. then the winner of that will play the loser of the 7-8 game. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's been a buzz for maybe about 10 days now when this kind of started to take shape that it looks like it could be Steph versus LeBron here mm-hmm. in a 7-8 game, and and I think that'd be a heck of a ball game. And let me ask you, what do you make the number that it would be in Los Angeles, right? Uh Seven? Yeah, I think that's probably about right. That's that's really what I would make it. And by the way, for these later games that are going to tip off this evening, the bulk of the card going to come tonight in the last regular season night of the NBA. Keep in mind the lineups here. Obviously, the seed is settled for Philadelphia, but do want to mention Joel Embiid going to rest tonight, so likely most of the Sixers are going to rest because they have the number one seed in the East. Line now down to about six and a half, six, basically in the market with Philadelphia and Orlando. So keep an eye on these screens and see who is going to play. I'm even seeing a little bit of movement on the Denver Nuggets here, so maybe that means they think Jokic is going to play tonight. That has not been confirmed, but now Portland down to an eight-point favorite over Denver. At about the seven-minute mark uh, at Golden State, where the Memphis Grizzlies have climbed a little closer here, just a seven-point uh, deficit now, and they have the ball down 91-84. to 84. Looks like that will be a shooting foul there, and Memphis will go to the free-throw line to trim the margin even further. Golden State closed as about a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Opened up as more like a five-point favorite, but money came in on the Grizzlies. 91-85 to 85 right now. Golden State a five-and-a-half-point favorite 
in the in-game market. Wes, we've got one more baseball game for Sunday night, and of course that is Sunday night baseball, and the trend here has been that all of these games have been going over the total. They've been very exciting to watch. It was finally just last week that a game stayed under the total, and it was kind of the most boring one uh, of the Sunday night baseball set that we've had so far this season. I'm hoping this is a good one. I really like the matchup between the San Diego Padres and the St. Louis Cardinals. This one will be in Petco Park, and it'll be Quang Hyun Kim taking on Ryan Weathers, and the Friars are the favorite here. A short price. Some money has been coming Coming on or coming in on the St. Louis Cardinals down to about minus 120 now, and the total's been going down as well. Yeah, and uh, also St. Louis has been taking the money. Kim continues to take the money because Ryan Weathers, who is a nice prospect for San Diego, we don't know how long he is going to go. He has not really been out of like the fourth inning basically all season in terms of his starts. They really like him, but a young guy they're trying to bring along. So you're seeing St. Louis, of course, trying to uh, go ahead and avoid that sweep here in San Diego. They are taking the money here. This was 126 in the overnight. That was the highest I've seen. It's now down to 105 at BetMGM. Still some 110s in the market here, but we shall see how long Weathers is going to go. Kim, by the way, 1-0, 274 ARA, 126 on the whip, which is walks and hits per innings pitch. So he has been very solid this year. And you have a San Diego team that, quite frankly, has been better on the road than they've been at Petco Park, 11-10 and 10 in home games this season. Meanwhile, the Cardinals above 500 on the road 11 and 9 so cardinals taking the money i have not bet this game i think you might be a little bit late on the total it was six and a half in the overnight now seeing seven juiced heavy to the over or even at bet mgm it's gone to seven and a half we often talk about totals are the key numbers on the odds seven and nine so once that crosses seven and a half then you see the juice go to the under, and it's minus 120. Yeah, a lot of seven and a halfs actually in the market now. The low number on the favorite is minus 117. That's the lowest I'm seeing here in Las Vegas. And the high number on the San Diego Padres is right here at BetMGM at minus 125. Let's talk a little hockey. The Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild are still scoreless late in the third period here, about five and a half minutes left to go, and nothing on the scoreboard for either team here. The Vegas Golden Knights went off as about a minus 165 favorite, but this is not the last of our hockey for Sunday. We've also got a game in the Sunshine State between both the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning representing Florida. Uh, the battle for the state, and of course the Tampa Bay Lightning won that battle last year. You're, they are your defending Stanley Cup champion. Uh, and they're the favorite in this game on the road at Florida. Minus 120 on the money line, Wes, and five and a half year total. And now seeing some stores up to as high as minus 130 on the Lightning. And I know the Lightning are getting good injury news with Stamkos back and Kucherov apparently going to make his debut tonight. Also, McDonough, Palat, Hedman upgraded to probable. But I'm going to wait on this price. And I kind of like the Florida Panthers here in the spot at plus money at home. 5-2-1 and one against the Lightning this year. Joel Quenville has beaten John Cooper before when when he when Quenville, Coach Q, was in Chicago, of course, won the 2016 Stanley Cup. So, 
look, Coach Q knows how to get it done in the playoffs here. I think this price is a little bit too high on the injuries, so I will be on the Panthers if I can get 115 to 120-ish range. All right, we'll continue that conversation about the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning when we come back on the other side. Still no score at T-Mobile. Now four and a half minutes left in the final period of regulation between the Wild and the Knights. We'll wrap up the program next. Stick with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Players may not get style points for home runs, but baseball betters do. New BetMGM customers can turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during the game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using the code VEASAN100, and if you place a $1 money line wager on the Cardinals or the Padres, you'll get $100 if either team hits a home run. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. In Tennessee, 800-889-9789. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Final segment of the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Next up, it is the VEASAN Bet Center. And and I want to update you on the basketball game going on. The Memphis Grizzlies, I mentioned they were closing the margin. Well, they closed it all the way to a tie. Had the lead by two points momentarily, but Golden State now a break. Under four minutes left in the ball game. We're at a TV timeout. They do have a three-point advantage, Wes, 100-97. to 97. And as far as your in-game price, exactly where we started the game, Warriors minus three and a half. Yeah, uh, Grizzlies have certainly made the uh, comeback here. And this, of course, has big stakes because the winner is going to get the host the uh, or going to get to be the eight seed. And if they win that first game, this would, of course, be whoever likely plays either the Lakers or Portland is going to be in that spot. Then you only got to win one game and you don't have to play that second game necessarily. We are going to wrap up. Let me put a capper here on the AT&T buyer. Nelson Cage Lee. First-time winner on the PGA Tour. He finishes 25 under par. Sam Burns does get outright second, 22 under par. And then I had two guys that finished tied for third, Daniel Berger and, of course, Charles Schwartzel, Scott Stallings, all finish at 21 under par. So that's your top five here for the AT&T, Byron Nelson. Cash a couple of top 10 plays there, I imagine. Maybe a top five. Did yes. you go as high as top five with them? I went top 10. Yeah. So I usually split that up because we don't have the each-way betting out here. But uh, we do have some action still down there in Dallas-Fort Worth. Now that the golf tournament is over, we got a touchdown here with South Dakota State. So uh, Sam Houston uh, looked like they were maybe going to get there for the FCS title game. Uh, 
um, you know, win the Battle of San Jacinto and then also <laughs> win the uh, FCS title game. But all of a sudden, Isaiah Davis has other ideas. 85-yard scramble for a touchdown here. And Sam Houston State fans doing the surrender Cobra here in the stands wondering what is going on. South Dakota State is now taking the lead 20-17. to Extra point pending. 541 left to go. Remember, the Jackrabbits did close. A lot of missed tackles there by the Sam Houston defense as Isaiah Davis just kept going. A lot of missed tackles. Boy, there about I, I want to say half a dozen. Yes. 85-yard scamper. That guy did not want to be denied. And 20-17, to 17, PAT pending, 541 left to go. Remember, the total closed about 48.5 market wide. And Sam Houston State was a six-point underdog. So now South Dakota State ahead, 20-17, to 17, 541 left to go in Frisco. It is not over at Miller Park between the Brewers and the Braves just yet. We remember Milwaukee was out in front of this game 8 to nothing. Freddie Freeman hit a grand slam. It made it 8 to 7, and then it was 10 to 7. Milwaukee took the lead back or or extended the margin anyway. Well, now Atlanta's trying to make some noise again. 10 to 9 in the top of the ninth inning. So the Braves down to their last half inning here and they've closed the mar- closed the margin to just one run, trailing Milwaukee still 10 to 9 again top of the ninth inning and the Oakland Athletics have broken the tie with the Minnesota Twins and now that is a final Mm -hmm. the Oakland A's hang on that was a heck of a ball game there and paid the Twins back for what was a great comeback by Minnesota on Saturday and now it is a final Oakland wins 7 to 6 and they maintain pace with Houston and the Minnesota Twins continue to struggle now 13 and 24 seller here in the central are really down there with the Tigers everybody kind of thought the Twins might be the main challenger for the Chicago White Sox. So far, that has not taken place. Injuries and just not hitting very well for the Twins have really plagued them to start the season. And we are headed to extra hockey at the T-Mobile Arena between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. Three for three so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I mean, that is what hockey playoffs are all about for me. Extra hockey. Every single game has gone to overtime. Of course, on Saturday night, the Washington Capitals get past the Bruins in the extra session. Earlier today, the New York Islanders do it to the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll see who comes out on top here. So far, underdogs are two for two. If it is going to be three in a row, that would be the Minnesota Wild, who really have been a thorn in Vegas' side all season long. And because of that, they've really taken the money against the uh, Golden Knights. I think, uh, what did I say, like 11-2-1 and two and one over the last 14 yeah. games against the Vegas Golden Knights and trying to increase that here. That's why that was so important to try to win that President's Trophy for mm-hmm. VGK and Colorado got it done, so Colorado gets St. Louis. Granted, they are still a lot of players from that Stanley Cup championship team from two years ago, but clearly a drop in competition for Colorado in the first round. VGK doesn't get that luxury. Uh, Real quick, back to the baseball scoreboard here. It is the top of the eighth inning at Coors Field, and this game on an under pace, certainly. Colorado taking it to Cincinnati 6-1 to right now. Cincinnati batting in the top of the eighth inning there. Los Angeles is leading the Miami Marlins. Dodgers 2, Marlins nothing. Top of the fifth inning at Dodger Stadium. The Arizona Diamondbacks and Washington Nationals still scoreless. Bottom of the sixth inning there in Arizona. And the Seattle Mariners continue to make life tough for the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland had been playing so well right there neck and neck with the Chicago White Sox in the American League Central. Uh, but beating up on Sh- on uh, Shane Bieber today are the Mariners. 3 to nothing bottom of the sixth inning at Safeco, they lead the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, and when you have to be so precise like Shane 
Bieber has had to be. That's why we mentioned earlier, I regret that I didn't bet it, at least right now from this standpoint. I thought $2 was kind of high for a team that's just not hitting, and the Cleveland Indians have not been doing so. And Shane Bieber even feeling the effects of that, not getting any run support. And the Golden State Warriors now have increased their lead over the Memphis Grizzlies. Just under three minutes left to go in this basketball game. And now a six-point advantage for Golden State. They're reviewing something here. The referees are. But 103-97 to right now is what we're seeing on the scoreboard. Again, just two minutes and 56 seconds left in this contest. Wes, we were talking about the uh, the final hockey game tonight. Uh, maybe they'll go to overtime as well. I'll, I'll take it. I, I love this uh, playoff hockey when we get uh, you know a sudden death situation like we'll have here between Minnesota and Vegas. And that is the Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending Stanley Cup champion, taking on the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers uh, are the home team here. They're the higher seed, yet Tampa Bay is favored in this game. And you mentioned the players they get back from injury. And you also mentioned that you're kind of leading towards Florida here. If Mm -hmm. you can get the right number, I would agree with you. It it seems like all season long that Florida has been a little bit disrespected between these two teams in the state. Now, obviously, Tampa Bay is the defending Stanley Cup champion. They have earned that right. But Florida has scored more points than them in this season. They own the season series over Tampa Bay this year. And, And so I feel like there's a little bit of that disrespect card being played here. And the other thing is, are Stamkos and these guys going to be able to come back and just be in game shape, playoff shape, you know, right from the get-go? I, I kind of think the Panthers could win this game and take an advantage early in the series. I do, too. I think Tampa Bay getting a little bit overpriced. And let's not forget, yeah, Kucherov is absolutely key, but... He hasn't played a game all year. Right. So you got to get in kind of like hockey shape. You might be in good physical shape in terms of your rehab and working out, but you got to be in game shape. And now and this it's is not just game shape. I mean, you saw the difference Same between with Stamkos too. You saw that. I mean, that that uh, Capitals Bruins game last night. That did not look like a regular season hockey no, game. No, no. The intensity is definitely up for these two teams. So I'm going to wait on that number, see if I can get it right before faceoff on the Florida Panthers. We do have, uh, we are done in Dover, by the way, for the NASCAR race. Want to get that in. Hendrick Motorsports goes one, two, three, four. So if you're a Hendrick wow. Motorsports fan or better, you got the top four positions, the top four Chevys there. Alex Bowman, the 48, gets the win. Kyle Larson, second. Chase Elliott, third. William Byron, fourth. Banner weekend for Hendrick Motorsports. Just kind of like the old days when it was Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson getting all those wins and championships. Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Danny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick. Daniel Suarez and Cole Custer round out your top 10 in Dover. A little bit of a dagger there for Steph Curry as uh, he knocks down his 44th point of the evening, 109-97 to now. They lead over the Memphis Grizzlies with just a minute and a half left in that contest. And once again, it's the give-and-go and the teamwork with Draymond Green, Steph, for another three-pointer. I don't know if you've been catching some of this game out of the corner of your eye, Wes, but the, the teamwork that he and Draymond have shown tonight has been fantastic. It's been given Memphis This fans. is just the veterans and especially Steph just basically willing them to this spot here because Memphis made a run and really made Golden State work for it down the stretch. And I mean, look, he's not going to get the MVP. It's going to be Jokic. But man, 
you can't just you can't not consider or at least give him his dap here. Steph Curry, 44 points a day, nine of 21 from the three-point line, and he's able to do that. He's able to will his team to these wins. So Steph Curry, far from washed up. All right, before we get out of here, just about a minute left. We've got a Sunday night baseball game. We've still got a handful of NBA games. Any game that you're most looking forward to, either watching or betting? Well, that Sunshine State battle down yeah. in Florida from with uh, Florida and Tampa Bay, I think, is really what I'm going to look forward to. It'll be on the ATV, shall we speak, at the crib or at the man cave. Uh, I think you've got an intense series between these two in Florida, I think. Looking for that respect because now all of a sudden Tampa Bay, it's like, okay, they're healthy, so they're going to just dispatch of these guys where Florida's kind of the B team in the Sunshine State. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to want to prove something. Joel Quenville is going to have them ready to play. And by the way, back to this basketball game, 14 nothing run for the Warriors in the last 319. Memphis took the lead 97-95. And we've still, of course, got the FCS championship game now. Three minutes ago, Sam Houston State in South Dakota State territory, 21-17. to Yeah, not over yet. Still a minute and a half left Golden State leading 109 to 97 but uh, you're feeling pretty good if you laid the three and a half with the Warriors next up it is the VEASAN Bet Center we'll talk to you on long shots for PGA Championship week on Tuesday right here on VEASAN the sports betting network 